Welcome back to another week of the Rise Station podcast. I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider. Here at the Rise Station, I invite you to open your heart and mind to the possibility of transformation. Episodes are geared at elevating your mindset, improving your relationships, and providing you with practical tips on how to improve your life. If that sounds good to you, then join me for a new episode at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday so that you can start your week off energized and ready to conquer whatever life throws your way. Please go ahead and share this podcast out to your friends and family so that they can grow and thrive with you. Today, we are discussing 10 tips to get the most out of mental health therapy. I know the new year is quickly approaching and a lot of you will be returning to therapy or starting your mental health therapy journey for the first time. And I want you to really get a good return on investment. So we're going to go over tips on what you can do to get the most out of your counseling sessions. But before we get into today's content, let's go ahead and hear word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Congratulations for taking a major step in your healing journey. Choosing to engage in mental health is a huge step and an even bigger investment in yourself. You will be investing time, money, energy. So therefore, it is a good idea to ensure that you get the most out of that investment. So today, I'm going over 10 tips on how to do just that. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Number one is do your homework. Contact your insurance provider. Make sure that you know what your mental health benefits are, what is covered, how much your copayment is, if you have a copayment, if you have a coinsurance, how much that is, how much your deductible is, if you have a deductible. And sometimes they waive deductibles for mental health. So making sure that you understand, making sure you know how many visits are allowed per calendar year and whether or not the provider that you're interested in going to for therapy is actually in network. That way you get discounts, right? All right, so number two is choose the therapist that is the best fit for you, all right? So that means age, race, gender, education, experience, specialty, you know, and come prepared with questions. How long have they been doing therapy? What inspired them to become a therapist? What is their approach to therapy? Are there 
more of a passive approach? Is it more interactive? Do they provide advice? Are they just kind of let you sit there and process and come to your own conclusions, but really understand what their style is. All right. Understand what their experience is and are they qualified to deal with whatever your concerns are? Okay. So making sure that they are trained in the area that you're coming to see them for. All right, number three is time. Ensure that your therapist availability aligns with your availability, right? You know, you go through all this work and vetting them, making sure the insurance is good, but also making sure that they have the availability. So if you can only come in, you know, after work and they only work till three, then that's not a good fit. Also with time, you want to protect the time. So you want to have a standing appointment, right? You mark that time off on your calendar and you protect that time. You don't schedule anything around it. If you're doing telehealth, you make sure that you're at home with a solid Wi-Fi connection, uh, making sure that you don't schedule anything around, make sure you have time enough to travel to home or travel to the office, but really making sure that your therapy sessions are protected, that time is for you, making sure that you notify your families that, hey, this hour I'm going to be in session, don't call me, don't be blowing up my phone. So really protect that time. That way, when you are there, you can just focus on being present, focus on reflecting, and that's your time. That's the time that you're gonna be allocating to your own self-care. Number four is preparation. Come to sessions with questions, goals that you want to work on, bring a notebook of things you want to write down, observations that you've made since the last session that you want to bring to the awareness of your therapist. So come prepared. Number five is work on yourself outside of therapy sessions. That means, you know, enhance your own self-improvement or personal development journey by reading books, listening to podcasts, by journaling daily, saying daily affirmations, maybe attending a workshop, a class, but really working on yourself outside of therapy. That way you get the most benefit. So your therapist will be able to continue to help and guide, but you're still doing work even when you're not in session with your therapist. Number six is set and evaluate goals. So set goals and measure your progress frequently. Add and evaluate. Make sure your goals are still relevant as you accomplish a goal. Make new goals. But the goal is to really continuously moving forward and being the best version of you you can be. Number seven is Protect your own privacy. So safeguard your sessions by keeping things that you work on, things that you say, stories that you tell in session confidential. You know, you may have well-meaning family and friends that want to know how therapy is going and you can just give them progress update without giving them the specific details. Well, I told my therapist this and that and, you know, really protect your own confidentiality. All right. Number eight is be honest. Your sessions are for you. So being completely open and honest during your therapy sessions will yield you the best results, right? Because this is your life and ultimately you're coming 
to the therapist, not to impress them, not to make yourself look good, but to really start healing and working on yourself. So be completely open and honest, even if you're a little nervous about how it will come out. You can't get help unless you kind of shine light on those areas. All right. This is a non judgmental atmosphere. So your therapist is there to help you, not judge you. So making sure that you are completely open and honest with your therapist. Number nine is be prepared to be challenged. You know, therapy isn't always easy. Sometimes you may be triggered during a therapy session. Sometimes you might even be confronted. So really sit in that discomfort, work through those triggers, work through those challenge or stuck points so that you can continue to move forward on your goals and accept the feedback and process it and talk to your therapist open. And that's why the therapeutic relationship is so important because you want to have someone that you can trust will give you honest feedback, will be non-judgmental, will help you in your most vulnerable state, all right? So the therapeutic relationship is very important. So that's why it's very important to make sure you vet the therapist early on. Number 10, and this is my last tip. Number 10 is healing is ongoing. You know, we never get to this moment where we're just, we're, we're healed, we're fine. We never, you know, need to work on anything. We're always evolving, all right? So there might be times where you take a step back or relapse or, you know, your growth is stagnant. And I want you to be patient and kind with yourself during those moments, right? Sometimes in the healing journey, you're working, 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 and then, you know, there's a pause or a break where things are just fine. And that gives yourself time to reflect, but be kind to yourself. Don't feel like, oh, you're not making uh, progress fast enough. Don't be too hard on yourself because this is a lifelong journey. We are always evolving. We're always growing. We're always learning. So be kind to yourself. That's most important is be kind and compassionate. All right. So, well, I hope that these tips are helpful in helping you get the most out of your mental health therapy journey. The most important thing to remember is that this process is for you and you should think of it more of a collaborative process with you and your therapist. You're working hand in hand to get the healing to see things from a different perspective, to challenge old thinking patterns, to get rid of toxic behaviors together. All right. So I want you to take an active role in your healing and recovery journey. All right. So that's all I have Rise Tribe for now. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.